You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! We came here to give you the heads up, Barry. About what? I met a human who goes by the name King Shark. He's back? And now he's heading for Central City. Cue the Jaws soundtrack. This thing is a killing machine. He's headed for the docks. Let's do this thing! We're gonna need a bigger flash. It's another episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week, Glenn and I, well, Glenn's not here. This week, it's Aaron and I sitting down to discuss the DC Triple Shot on the CW. Uh, Glenn has internet connection problems. He's in Texas. They have bigger issues than that. Yeah, that's for sure, actually. (laughs) Uh, So, we've got three, I actually kind of... Okay, well, I didn't fully enjoy all three episodes this week, but... It I was can take not a as, guess at which one you didn't enjoy. It was not as bad as last week, where I didn't enjoy most of the episodes that we got. I I didn't enjoy two of not the even episodes. Flash? Uh, I wasn't a big fan of the Escape from Earth 2 episode. Oh, man. Uh, the, the first part I thought was tremendous. The second part, not so much. And, not so much. I, I didn't, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Flash or Air last week, and I didn't even get to see most of Legends of Tomorrow, so. Oh, uh, that's a shame. This week. Legends of Tomorrow is, is continually, like, one of their better shows. Uh, so this week I got to watch all three. That's a plus. Uh, and we'll hop into them right now and, and talk about them. Uh, season two of The Flash, that's where we're starting. It's episode 15. It's called King Shark. Uh, so we have Wells, Cisco, and Barry. They are agreeing to not discuss what happened on Earth 2 for fear of repercussions. Uh, while everyone tries to move on, the humanoid... I don't know why that would matter on Earth. Why? I, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's not like it's going to like <laughs> right? talk with a timeline or whatever. Yeah, it's not going to matter to them. It's like, so why, why I think are they, they being just, so tight-lipped about it? I think Caitlin was just mad about Jay Garrick being dead, and they didn't want to mm-hmm. tell her that, hey, also, you're a supervillain. Yeah, the but they earth. know that she's not a, a meta. So yeah. what's, you know what I mean? Stop being such pussies. Just tell her. Uh, so while everyone tries to move on, the humanoid shark monster that Wells stopped, known as King Shark, escapes an Argus facility and heads towards Central City to kill the Flash. You see, because King Shark was not killed by Harrison Wells, uh, he was he was taken away by the Argus folk and uh, kept in an Olympic-sized swimming pool, apparently, with uh, some sort of like laser force field uh, protecting everybody else from him. Uh, but he managed Basically. to escape. Yeah, uh, He played dead, and these idiots turned off the force field. It's a smart fish. He killed all of them, yes. Uh, the smartest of all sea creatures, I believe, is the shark. I, I don't think that's true, but I'm... And the most jacked dude is ripped. For sure, yeah, yeah. And the uh, best uh, best style sense as well. 
I believe the only secret. Kind of hawkish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, John Diggle and uh, his wife Lila show up. Uh, well, of course, Lila is now the head of Argus. Uh, now that the uh, the previous owner has vacated Earth and life. Uh, not the owner of Argus, but the, the head of Argus, Amanda Waller. Uh, so Diggle shows up, uh, and they are there to warn Barry, which prompts him to start looking for the King Shark and to put a stop to him for good. Barry teams up with Diggle and Lila and the rest of Argus to track King Shark, but he shows up at Barry's home looking for the Flash. Uh, he's able to do this by tracking Barry's electrical field. Argus arrives and forces King Shark to retreat. The teams attempt to trick him into a trap, but the bait does not work. Barry forces King Shark to eventually chase him out into open water. And when he is far enough out, he creates an electrified underwater cyclone. Boy, that's some shit right out of a comic book, isn't it? Uh, it was awesome. <laughs> that subdues King Shark and allows Argus to imprison him once more. Later, Barry vows to open a breach back to Earth 2 to stop Zoom. And back on Earth 2, it is revealed that Zoom is really Jay Garrick, or a Jay Garrick lookalike. Um, but there are some theories about this, uh, and uh, we shall talk about them. I'm guessing not... Hunter Solomon! I'm guessing not the person you're hoping Zoom to be, though, right? I think we were all kind of thinking it was going to be like Barry's dad for some sort of like emotional punch. or well, His dad's definitely going to be the one underneath the mask, then. Uh, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, what did you, uh, maybe his dad, when he was like, Hey, I got to go fishing. He was going to go to earth too and take out King shark. Maybe oh, he right. somehow knew he found out in prison from a dude. He's this guy's like, Hey man, there's another earth and there's this giant shark. That's going to fuck with someone who could be your son. And he's like, I'm on it. Uh, what, what did you think of the episode? I liked it. <laughs> it's good. It, it was good shit. Uh, every... it was, I mean, it, you know, it, it didn't really deal with the overarching, uh, storyline too much, but it, it was, you know, it was a nice break, uh, a nice filler episode, uh, as it were, that, that dealt with one of the cooler villains that we didn't really get to spend a lot of time with. So it was worth it. Right. Very worth it. Uh, all of the CGI budget uh, for the season <laughs> went into this episode. Right here. Uh, yep. It's all blown now. So It's from so great, though. Man, every, it looked great. Everyone else is going to be practical effects yeah. from here on out. Um, yeah, I, I liked all the King Shark stuff. Uh, the... Uh, I'm still just when I think I feel like I might be able to some someday like Wally West. He does. He does. Sh I hate this fucking character so much. Yeah. Uh, he so he there's the there's a scene right before King Shark shows up and, and wrecks shit at the Joe West home. Uh, and he's like, hey, I'm working on this project for school or whatever. I don't know what the fuck it is. Some sort of college thing that he's doing uh, an essay on or a project on it or whatever. And uh it's for some sort of uh, new car engine or something along those lines. And he's like, hey, everybody tells me you're pretty smart, Barry. Why don't you give me your honest opinion of my thing? So Barry gives him his honest opinion. And then he gets all fucking sulky and pissed off. Like he was expecting him to be like, this is the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen. Barry gave him his honest opinion that there are some flaws with it. And he's like, fuck you. I wanted you to say it was nice. Uh, I hate this Wally West fucking kid. Although he was able to redeem himself somewhat. By uh, by being absolutely confused as to why nobody was freaking out by the fact that a giant half-man, half-shark busted through their ceiling and was wearing fucking pants and could speak English and shit. 
uh, he was flabbergasted by this, and everybody else was like, eh, it's like Tuesday here. Right. Uh, that's what it's like. Who wants pizza? Yeah. <laughs> They're just picking up the shards from their ceiling and shit. Um, so I thought that was a great moment. But by and large, I find Wally West to be really annoying. Uh, very punchable uh, individual. Uh, also, I thought it was... Uh, you're right. They, they did like a whole B story with Cisco because Caitlin is depressed about uh, Jay Garrick being killed. And Cisco is terrified that she is somehow going to turn into a supervillain because of this. Yeah. Uh, absolutely really irrational fear. Absolutely. Completely irrational. Uh, I don't know why he didn't think for a second. It was just because, you know, things have been kind of shitty for her lately and people that she <laughs> likes lost died. a lot of dudes that, that yeah. she was really into, man. Every person she falls for seems to get killed uh, yep. horrendously. So uh, it would make sense, but not to Cisco. Apparently it was a, uh, some sort of conspiracy, perhaps. Uh, so as it relates to the Zoom thing uh, and the 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 revealing of, of Jay Garrick face be, uh, beneath the, the Zoom mask, uh, somebody is... Uh, I've seen a few people that uh, believe that the... that there's actually three Jay Garricks, that the dude in the cage under the helmet is the original Jay Garrick... And he talked about taking the velocity, what was it, velocity six? six. The one that fucked him up. Yeah. And people uh, are theorizing that somehow uh, it split him into two. There is a, the Jay Garrick that everybody on Earth, Earth One met, the one without any speed who was dying. And the other, per- the other part of him that split off was Zoom, who has all of the speed and craves more. Which I guess people should have realized when Jay started so then- talking about velocity six, right? When, yeah. he, when he started talking about like this thing that he made, he's like, because I didn't think I was fast enough. And that should have clicked in everyone's head immediately. Like, oh, well, fuck, that's, that's what Zoom is, too. He can't get enough of the speed. So there's, it's like, uh, so there's... So Jay made a copy of himself. That copy of himself split into two. Like, there, like uh, somehow, yeah, there's like three Jay Garricks. Although I don't know if that's necessarily the case. The guy behind the helmet could be anybody. He could just know I think it, I think the guy behind his helmet is his dad. Yeah, it could be. Uh, I mean, it could be anybody who knows that Zoom is Jay Garrick. Um, I'm okay. I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It it it, it, it makes sense, but I was kind of hoping it was going to be a bigger uh, reveal for uh, somebody somebody that would have a little bit more of an emotional punch for Barry. Um, I, th- I don't know, man. That, that that's a lot of dudes. He's he's taken on as you know mentors and you know someone father figure. Sure. Pretty much turned around and just stuffed it right down his throat. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they needed him. He's like, you know, you, you just sucked my cock and you thanked me for it. You know what I mean? It's just like, ugh. That's right. They're getting him. Sorry, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't read the comics. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get real, folks. That's right. Uh, I'm going to try to get Glenn on the line here because he's showing up. Hey, Glenn. They got internet in Texas now. Yeah, did they? Is your is your interwebs finally working? I don't know. I mean, it was working. How do you think I was messaging you with my phone? Oh, See, I, I asked that very question. I thought, you, yeah, I just assumed you were using your your four G. No, something. I wasn't. I was on my internet at my house. Uh, well, anyway, you hopped in at the perfect moment if you if you'd like to comment because uh, Aaron and I just got done commenting on our thoughts about King Shark. What did you think of the episode? 
What did you guys think of the episode? Uh, we, well, Aaron loved it, and I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I mean, he was a giant man-eating shark. I don't really think I, I need to add anything else to it. It was... Yeah. Uh, you had Diggle. Um, I was... Okay, here's one thing I was upset about. There was no Diggle Joe West showdown. Could... Like, would CW just implode on itself from that... Uh, maybe want, CW's a little want racist. A, a Diggle Joe West showdown. <laughs> yeah. I just... I. We, we we need that we need those powers to combine, but uh, I believe I believe Glenn is correct. I don't think he's uh, at all overreaching here. CW is just clearly racist. That's it. <laughs> well, I tell you what, like seeing Empire. seeing Diggle uh, on Flash really kind of makes you feel bad for him being on Arrow, doesn't it? <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Because <laughs> that scene he had with Barry, it was heartfelt. It was like, oh man, that's so good. And then it yeah, was like, and we've seen, like, what? How many oh. scenes that with uh, Oliver, and none of them land. Well, n- None since the first season, you know what I mean? So, right. yeah. No, I mean, uh, did you already rate it? No. Not yet. Oh, okay. Uh, did you have anything else you'd like to add other than you liked it? <laughs> yes, it was a giant man-eating shark. It was, I mean, it was what I wanted it to be. It, do was, you, it, it didn't uh, exceed it. Do you feel about Wally West how I feel about Wally West? Because I ranted about him for about a minute that and a half. He's kind of a douche and kind of a prick. Yeah, I hated that scene where he's ah, like, it's CW. I mean... Tell me how you feel. Okay, I'm telling you how I feel. That's not how I wanted you to feel. You suck. Well, you know what made me mad is all he, all they needed to have was, you know, basically him say, like, oh, sorry, you got to be the son I never got to be. Like, that's what should have happened, but Barry was too much of a pansy ass to say anything to him. How old is Wally West supposed to be in this? Ah, he's like, like 19. 20. Yeah. So he's 19, and he's still 18, doing... 19. So he's he's legally an adult, but he's still doing the. Oh, I guess you're just perfect then. He's still doing that shit. He's he's an adult. Well, he didn't have a father raised him not to be a wuss like that. True, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, fuck. All right, Aaron. What would you give this show ratings wise? Uh, four out of five. Pretty solid. Okay. Yeah. So Aaron gave it the automatic score that the show gets. <laughs> By having King Shark in it. Is that the automatic? <laughs> so that's the baseline just for having King yeah, Shark? That and yeah, that and Gorilla Any, like, animal, creature, bad guy, it's a base of four. Yeah, it starts at a four. four. Yeah. Okay. This is what Arrow desperately needs, by the way. It needs <laughs> an animal monster to... <laughs> it, tried, it tried a little bit this week, but it did not succeed. No. Uh, we need a we need an actual animal creature. Dude, I would watch the shit out of a Vixen show. Give me that spinoff immediately. You're right. There is a Vixen. There is a Vixen show. An animal I wanna, show. I, I, no, I, I want a live action one. Wants, I want it. Uh, CWC. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are both giving it a four. I gave it a four and a quarter. Yeah, oh, definitely dick. four. Yeah, man. Uh, I feel bad. I I look. Yeah, I man. it gets it gets <laughs> look. It gets that it gets that quarter. Uh. Because there was the re- I I did enjoy the redeeming Wally West scene where he's like, "Why is nobody freaking the fuck out?" A giant half man, half shark just punched through your ceiling, and he speaks English and he wears I'll pants. Still, you flash. <laughs> um. All right, so let's move oh, on. The one thing I had a problem, and it wasn't this episode, but what kind of bumps it down from this episode going into Arrow mm-hmm. is the fact that. In these crossovers, they never really acknowledge that anybody crossed over to the other show. Right. There's no like, oh yeah, Diggle's out in Central City. Oh, he just got back from Central City. That never happens in these shows. And it kind of bothers me. Just Well, but they didn't really do that in the comic books a lot either. No, but for TV... Like, hey, remember last I... week you're dealing with Thor Iron Man? It's like, no, I don't remember that. You know what I mean? It's just... Eh. 
you know, I just, I don't know. I guess I'm used to it in Buffy and Angel when they had crossovers. They yeah. at least had a throwaway line of explaining where somebody went. If anybody's know. if anybody's playing the Cinema Geekly drinking game, you can now take a shot because Glenn mentioned Buffy yeah, and Angel. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been a while. Home. Yeah, nobody's getting <laughs> drunk listening to these episodes. He's only been talking for about nine minutes. He got one in. Uh, all right, uh, <laughs> let's talk season four, episode 15 of Arrow called Taken. I kidnapped William. Who's William? He's my son. I think we've seen that movie before. I win, you lose, rinse, repeat. I want to know that my son is safe. We need a new strategy. She's a hero in Detroit they call Vixen. Face us like a man! How about I kick your ass like a woman? has a particular set of skills. I'm just going to run that into the ground until they don't do... Look, uh, the next episode... Just give me this, because the next episode, when it airs, uh, I'm going to be fucking pissed, because it features the character that made me turn off an episode of the show mid-episode. What are you talking about? Uh, Whoever the fuck that Cupid girl arrow person is. Yeah, Yeah, Cupid. Couldn't stand that fucking episode. Whatever the fuck is just Cupid. Yeah, Cupid arrow girl. (laughs) Fucking hated well, that. Even episode. even the Flash is going to have a female. Spe- you know, they're, they're going to. Oh do no, no, I don't. I don't electric. have a. I don't have a problem with that. And it's you know what? It's not even necessarily Cupid uh, Arrow Girl's fault. Uh, it's just that up until that point, I feel like they'd done a string of about ten episodes in a row where. Well, we've had. He meets five a, speedsters. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know what? You're right. God but damn, they, we have. Holy but, shit! But they all haven't been his. <laughs> only two of them have been villains, and one of them has been an exceptional villain. So that's a plus. Uh, Oliver had like a string. Well, technically three now. Oliver's <laughs> that, that is true. We'll see. We'll see. I we'll mean, see Jesse how... Quick. I mean, you're gonna right. have some. Yeah. We'll see how we'll see how well Girl Speedster does when Flash returns as well. Uh, it may make me shut off uh, an episode of Flash midstream. We'll find out. No, it's just that Oliver had a same universe or timeline. So Oliver, Oliver just had a string of about a million uh, villain of the weeks, and they are all master archers and. Uh, I just got sick of seeing them. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not going to watch another episode where it's just a villain of the week and he knows how to shoot bows and arrows really well. Uh, I can buy like uh, I can buy that there's a bunch of people out there who have been turned into metahumans because of this thing, and some of them may have similar powers. That's believable, but I that find many it, people spend that much time in archery range. I find, yes, yes, yeah, it's 2015. I, I mean, it's hard to believe they have Xbox in these worlds, right? Yes. I mean, not like they're in Oklahoma or Missouri, right. yeah. where you know they're all hunting buffalo on the plane. Yes, I like their skills. Like I get that Hunger Games is a popular movie, but I doubt that there's that many villains out there that are like, hey, you know what I want to do for my thing? Bow and arrow. And like, dude, it's, it's, it's the not, Hunger Games. What bullshit? It, you, you know, much like. Uh, myself, I'm sure you guys, when you were in high school, all had to shoot a bow. You know what I mean? Like, is there any way any one of us would have been competent enough to, to murder someone with no. one of those rinky? You know what I mean? Oh, that was uh, pretty good. Hunger Games. I could not murder anybody like Katniss, but no. I, I uh, couldn't even impale a bunny. I don't think that there's no way you got enough torque on those shit ass bows. To... Uh, but that's okay. Uh, I'd. Let's let's talk about this arrow because we meet an arrow in the next. No, our arrow. The next show we were talking about was much more fun. Let, don't steer it back. 
uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about the other arrow when we get to arrows uh, archery. Uh, all right. So this episode, episode fifteen, taken. Uh, Damien Dark reveals to Oliver that he has William, and that he will only return him if Oliver drops out of the mayoral race. Uh, somebody should do that to one of Trump's kids, by the way. Uh, just kidnap. I know they're all adults, but and nobody would give a shit. Nobody actually would, by the way. Probably not even him. Trump would be yeah. like, whatever. Uh, Oliver is forced to... Re- I have a question for you. And it's only because you brought it up. And I was going to ask you pre-show, but I didn't get to join in on that. Sure. So, let's say you have a co-worker that says that they listened to the, to Trump talk last night. And they felt like he really cares about the people and wants to make a change. Sure. That's a fireable offense, right? Uh, Like somebody on the job talking about it? Oh, I just mean like someone that stupid to believe that he oh. actually cares about other people. Oh, so oh, like to just be that ridiculously thick-headed. Well, uh, what's their job? To me, it would be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it depends on their. It depends on their depends job. On the job. Well, yeah, yeah, depends on the job. If they're sweeping the floor. No big deal. If they're uh, if they're running the joint, uh, I'd be scared. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, hey, that that ties in though, because Oliver is running for office, so minor political sidestep there uh anyway he tells the truth about his son to the rest of the team which causes a rift between him and felicity which felicity is like hey you know if you just told me when you first found out and it's like oh boy we know where this we know where this goes because once upon a time oliver did tell her when he first found out and she did the same exact goddamn thing she's doing here uh, and then Barry went back and changed time or whatever. But uh, so Fel- Felicity, any any slight bit of credibility she has built back up has immediately been been just evaporated. I've never heard a woman say you're right so many times, but him also be wrong at the same time, uh, which I've also heard a woman say. Uh, so Oliver needs help, and he pulls out his superhero Rolodex and calls up Detroit-based superhero Vixen. Oh, yes, dear. Uh, <laughs> her powers are derived from <clears throat> magic. Um, she has some sort of amulet that allows her to. Uh, what is it? What is it that she does? She like absor- animal she gets, spirits. Yeah, so she can like uh, if she turns into like a, a gorilla, she gets Super like strong power. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, complete with cartoonish sound effects and. Uh, hey, they didn't stray away what? from uh, Justice League because exactly that's <laughs> the true. exact same thing they do in that that's TV true. show. It, they, it's about time Arrow started remembering like you know this shit's based on a comic book. I just, I just feel like, I just feel like maybe they went a little too cheap and got whatever basic, like, she's like, oh, she's gonna use the spirit of a lion, so let's go find the, the cheapest, logo. yeah, let's find the cheapest stock lion roar we can find on the internet. <laughs> I, like I mean, free that's... lion sound effects. Like, read the comic. That's what they say. <laughs> it's it... pretty generic roars. Does yeah. it say generic roar? No, they don't even uh, write it big. They just put it in an asterisk. You have to read it, you know, flip to the back for a glossary. And find that animal <laughs> oh, you know, it would be a really, you know, okay. You know, those like musical books that had like the buttons on the side and you read the book and you get to the button, you press it and it like ties into the story. Yeah. They need a Vixen version of that. I'd buy that. Sorry. <laughs> I know I'm going way off topic. Um, no, I'm into it. Look, go ahead. 
Vixen, Vixen tracks William's location as the team goes to rescue him. They only find Dark and his men, as William has already been moved. They, this attack causes Dark to demand an immediate resignation uh, from Oliver uh, and to support his wife uh, after the team discovers the root of Dark's power. Uh, they set a plan to destroy the mystical idol that produces the power to Damien Dark. The plan works. Dark is left powerless and William is saved. They also discover that Malcolm was the one who kidnapped William. Uh, later, Oliver sends William and his mother away for safety. Uh, Felicity also decides to break up with Oliver and her biomechanical implant from Curtis is working and she can walk again. <sighs> In flashbacks, the passage is discovered at least Ryder's ultimate power and a spell on Oliver's stomach allows him to pass unharmed. Okay, Glenn. I love how her legs work, and the first thing she does is kick rocks, man. Yep. She is fucking out that door. There is a, a vapor trail behind her. She was fucking running so fast. Felicity is the worst in this episode. Well, like Velocity, because she was gone, son. I mean, the worst part. the worst part about this is that I think... Maybe I missed it. I don't know because there was so much CW relationship yeah, she used going on. Velocity here. bitch is what she used. Oh. Here's, here's what I gathered from this. Even though she agrees pretty much with everything, she's still breaking up with Oliver for no apparent reason. Um, I mean, I could say it if you want me to. No, don't say it. <laughs> uh, no, please do. But I she's. Hear it. But her character is being very poorly written, and nobody would behave. You this mean way. they're being really sexist with their character? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's just very moody and very bitchy, and but I mean, and we didn't even get the cool Doctor Dre. Oh man, that made me so mad. Here's the thing that made me so pissed about this rehab Dre video. That's what we should have got. Here's the thing that I'm gonna end up giving this show such a fucking low score. I wasn't planning on it going in, but the more I think about it, the more upset I am. (laughs) Really? Because the more I think about, the more I think, you know, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. That's the same shit I'm doing. I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, what? Too bad, actually. Yeah, maybe I'll give it a three. <laughs> right. I, I look. I was sitting at like three level until I started thinking about this, and the more I is, thought is, about so it, so is three is three just your baseline for Arrow now? And Flash is always a four as long as it's got an animal villain. No, no. Uh, I, I I tend to actually start at like a three for every show. I like. I would like to believe that every show I'm going to watch is at least going to be average quality. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, here. Here's what angered me about this. I, I, I just hated it. She's like, look, I understand where you're coming from on all this. I'm just upset that you didn't consult with me about the child that we didn't have together uh, that I have absolutely no say over, but I, I, I want some say over it. And since you didn't give me any, fuck you. That is the worst goddamn reasoning for anything I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, she's ridiculous. And I would also it like to be point tripping. Out, I'd also like to point out that I'm thoroughly disappointed that, uh, like, hey, oh my gosh, everybody, Damien Dark's power comes from an idol. We should destroy it. Okay, wow, his idol's destroyed, and now Damien... This is like the villain they've been building up this whole season, and now he's powerless, and is there no villain the rest of the season now? Is What they should have done is, like, Well, now it's, it's, it's one-armed Malcolm, and there's a, a powerless Damien Dark, which combined makes a three-armed man. Very formidable. <laughs> It just seems like are they going to get in a kaiju and be that three on kaiju? No, it's that they're going to end up killing uh, Thea, and then you know, then Oliver's going to go to war with I the three armed man. Also, they're going to they're going to sit on each other's shoulders like some kind of a weird three armed master blaster. It just seems like one's going to shoot arrows while the other one just <laughs> throws like trash at him, trying to knock him down. I feel like it was just such an anticlimactic ending to this guy's 
thing. Like, I thought maybe he was like, didn't he used to be buddies with Rachel Ghoul? Shouldn't he be at least like a a competent fighter or something? They well, smashed I mean, his he, idol and Oliver kicked the shit out of him. You you break one of the Green Lantern's rings, you know what I mean? It, I mean, yeah, but that's all that's all Ryan Reynolds had in that movie. You right, well, I mean, come on. Well, that's no. not true. He didn't have a script or anything else. He breaks Sinestro's ring. Yeah, he just gets a yellow one. Oh, that's true. Well, now. Glenn, what did you think of this episode? I, I, if I keep talking, I'm going to give it. I mean, yeah, the, the episode sucked. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say it was good. But by Arrow standards, it was pretty okay. <laughs> so um, on that base curve, like, I'm watching it. I'm like, man, I've seen a lot worse episodes this week or this whole season and last season for a good chunk of it. Um, no, I mean, was it this episode? Yeah, we got to see, you know, Diggle Baby Jr. That was nice. That's true. Um, it kind of bothered me because I feel like the reason why his name is William is because his dad is an archer. Uh, William w- William Tell. Yeah. Is that what you're it, at? It, yeah. And no, you know, you can't tell his wife that he had a kid. I don't know. I felt <laughs> like someone in that writer's room thought they were being really clever and they just needed to get punched in the face. That's true. Uh, I mean, Did it wasn't explain- good. Did they explain why? Did they explain how Oliver knew Vixen? Uh, no, they actually spun that from the from the cartoon. They, they yeah, that's why I said her last. Oh my god! Expected was... me to watch the fucking cartoon to know. Well, <laughs> your last encounter was very animated. I'm giving us. Oh, kaboom! Aaron I, Aaron, I know you haven't had a chance to talk about this episode yet, but I'm giving my score now. I'm giving it one and a half. Fuck <laughs> this <shit>. episode. <laughs> they they expect me to watch the cartoon. About a show that I'm already not particularly fond of, a spin-off cartoon show to get like why these people know each other, plus the shit with Felicity, plus the shit with Dark. This was a horrible episode. Yeah, I, I wish I had turned this episode off that way through. Yeah. Uh, now I, I wish I could take that Cupid episode back and and turn this episode off halfway through, because fuck this episode. Aaron, what did you think about this week's episode? I you know, kind of like Glenn, like the moment we talked about it, it was just like, well, I mean, for Arrow, you know, it was, it was all right. I mean, it was... so opposite world, because usually you guys are like, oh, it was a shit show. And I'm like, oh, it wasn't that bad. And this week, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, this show broke me. Uh, I mean, like, what? the bar is so low. Oh, uh, so you're like a WWE fan now where you're just like, I just watch it like a zombie. Like, like, I, uh, like, <laughs> Hey, man, Shane O'Mac is back. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. The voice of Skype message he left his son was so weird. (laughs) And you could tell him what was that? It was really bad. Was that a Skype message? I guess. I mean, that's very presumptuous to think that Skype's going to be around when this kid's 18. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just like, you know, leaving a message with a map to, uh, uh, you know, an unknown element. Yeah. over a uh, film, you know, sure. real. So, sure. sure. Uh, Aaron, do you have any uh, any other thoughts on this episode, or would you like to give it a score? Uh, I mean, you know, it, it was what it was. It, it was a good way for them to introduce the the, the live action uh, version of Vixen. You know, who is very likely to show up in Legends tomorrow, if not get her own show or you know show back up on some of these. It was a good way to you know. It was mainly about introducing her. Uh, and it, it it accomplished what uh, what it set out to do. My only thing with Arrow is every time it introduces a new hero, 
the new hero is automatically way cooler than Oliver. Like they always introduce, like the, the, the shittiest hero they introduced is the Atom. And compared to Green Arrow, he's still pretty goddamn cool. Like way cooler than just some <laughs> dude who shoots arrows. But every hero they introduce, Flash, Vix, it's just like, holy shit, dude. Mm-hmm. They, they got to bring on like a, a, a hero who's like on even plane with Oliver to not make him seem just like. Like Judge oh, this guy. Yeah, like God, this guy really sucks. You, they need they need a a, a hero yeah. of his caliber to make him seem somewhat cool. Like, cause he, he's by in no means the most exciting part of this show anymore. Like when all these guest heroes are. What about on. what about Speedy? I mean, is he is he good compared to Speedy? I, I, I'm not counting homegrown heroes like uh, Roy and, and, and Thea and uh, and Black Canary. They don't count. Okay. Like and anyone they intro in is like, oh hey, you know, here's a guy who played Superman once. He's a new hero. I mean, anyone sure. of that caliber, yeah. Sure. It's really weird, I guess, because it was even the Constantine first show. when they brought him back. It's like, holy shit, oh, Constantine. Constantine! We were watching that amazing. Because, that show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were watching that because you know because of Aerolis, because of Constantine. It's really weird that this whole like universe on CW is predicated on Oliver Queen. Mm-hmm. Like, a his show he's, isn't he's the most Lynch. popular. He's, he's the shitty linchpin. <laughs> Yeah, I don't get it. Like, why isn't Barry Allen the linchpin? He is his a show, fucking CSI detective. He is, he is now. His show he is, is also the getting fucking fastest man alive. Like, why isn't why isn't it focused on him? Why is Oliver Queen the center of this? His show is also oh, the better rated got, show. Yeah, because he's got to be Batman. That's why he's doing about a well. Grant Gustin's show is doing about a million more viewers than Arrow. Yeah, that's to me. That's what doesn't make any sense. Like, his is the more popular show. Shouldn't everything cycle through him instead of things having a cycle through Arrow? Up Unless until, they're just trying to get the ratings up for Arrow. Up until this episode, even the Arrow's own kid liked the Flash better. He had a Flash <laughs> action figure and everything. And then he's like, oh, I, hey, Mommy, I want a Green Arrow action figure now. And then they kind of had this look on their face like, well, we're going to have to find somebody to make one. Uh, they sure as fuck weren't selling them anywhere. Oh, maybe they can bring in the toy maker, and he he can. Oh, <laughs> no, that would no. not be good. Uh, Glenn, what's your score for this? So we can that move on to happier, happier three. topics. Uh, like a three. I mean, it wasn't wow, good, but it's it was good comparing to a lot of the other episodes. Um, I wasn't on my phone the whole time, like last week, so that's a good sign. Yeah, and the more I think about this episode, the the less I like it. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll just move on to the next. Good? We'll just move on to the next show we talk about before I remove another half a geek glasses from that score. Uh, yeah. I'm still riding high off of the King Shark. <laughs> All Good right, enough. let's uh, let's talk about season one, episode six of Legends of Tomorrow, called Star City, twenty forty six. Who are you? I'm the Green Arrow. Oliver Queen is the Green Arrow. Oliver Queen is dead. I've been trying to hold this city by myself. City of thieves and criminals. No, it's not possible. I'm gonna enjoy killing you. Deathstroke. So the green hooded archer that our heroes ran into in last week's episode, it turns out he's not Oliver Queen, and he's attacking the shit out of the team. Uh, they retreat back to the Wave Rider and attempt to make repairs and to leave this time. Uh, fortunately for them, though, this new uh, Green Arrow has all of the aiming qualities of the A-Team 
And they could have just stood there because he was firing about 9,000 arrows and hit nobody. He hit nothing. Uh, I don't even know if he hit, like, debris and wreckage. He was just firing arrows recklessly and hit nobody. Uh, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm almost positive the A-team has killed more people than this fucking guy has. Horrible archer. Uh, meanwhile, Rip, Sarah, Lenny Snart, and Mick Rory head to Smoke Industries to find an essential part needed to repair the ship. The team come across uh, a fight in the city between a new gang and the Green Arrow. Uh, Sarah follows the vigilante, who turns out to be John Diggle Jr. Although yeah. he doesn't call himself that, he calls himself Connor Hawk. Uh, which is just a happy coincidence that there is also a Green Arrow in the comic book who goes by that name. Uh, Connor reveals that Oliver is believed to be dead since vanishing 15 years prior when the son of Slade Wilson, Grant Wilson, arrived in Star City with an army and took over town. Uh, while searching through Green Arrow's old hideout, Sarah and Rip find an older Oliver missing an arm and with a shockingly similar to the comic book's facial hair. Uh, Oliver directs them to where they can find what they need, but refuses to help in the struggle. Uh, in a fight with, uh, with Wilson's men, Connor is taken prisoner. Sarah goes to Oliver and convinces him to resume the Green Arrow mantle. Uh, then Sarah and Oliver then stop Wilson from executing Connor. And with the rest of Rip's team as backup, Oliver is able to defeat Grant Wilson for good. With the ship repaired, the team re-enters the time stream. Uh, they didn't even mention the best part of this episode, <laughs> which is uh, Mick Rory and Leonard Snart deciding they're going to go out to... You know, the, the amazing thing is, I love that they can't help but be criminals. Like, they're addicted to being criminals. And they're like, this place looks great for being a criminal. Let's go out and do criminal shit. Uh, which is amazing, because the whole town looks like it's already been completely fucking looted of everything. <laughs> but they're like, let's just go see if there's anything we can loot. Oh, let's go. I saw a bank a couple blocks back. Let's break into that. And then, basically, on this on this complete whimsy of a stroll, Mick Rory ends up in charge of a gang because he kills the gang leader. <laughs> In about 10 seconds flat. Uh, it, it was great. And then and then there's this whole uh, wonderful side story about uh, Mick and Leonard. Leonard has is really in on this whole stopping Vandal Savage thing. And Mick Rory just wants to, to burn shit and wreck house. And doesn't want to be uh, Captain Cold's sidekick. He wants to be the dude in charge. In fact, there's a great scene at the end of the episode... Uh, where Mick Rory is looking out a window, the Wave Rider, like very fondly at all the death and destruction and burned, crumpled city. Like you, I've seen this scene a million times in other movies and TV shows where people are looking out at like a beautiful vista before they're about to head home back to the big city or whatever and longingly wishing they could stay there. That is the look Mick Rory had on his face looking at this crumbling, decayed that city. That looks like your kind of place. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was so good. Um, all right. Uh, Aaron, what did you think of this episode of Legends of Tomorrow? Had no complaints. I mean, you know, it, it's continually uh, one of the highlights of my week is watching this show. Did, did it, it manage? They don't try to take themselves too seriously. Did it, did it manage to make Oliver Queen useful to you in this episode? I mean, he was there. He was. Were you? Uh, were you? Were you at least pleasantly surprised by the fact that they tried to mold the facial hair after the original Green Lantern look? I mean, he, he didn't look too terrible, like in, in the prosthetics and all that. No, he did not. No. 
And I take it there is some sort of storyline where he loses an arm or something and has like a you're right it, mechanical it's, arm. Yeah. Well, I yeah, mean, but, he has... but but isn't it Superman costume his arm though, right? Uh, yes. Uh, that's why one armed Ollie shoots yeah, Superman yeah. with kryptonite. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, how do they explain him losing his arm in the comics? That's what I'm saying. It, was it's it dude? Su- yeah, it's Superman who loses his arm. Superman just rips it off? I believe so. Oh, Jesus. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> the Blue Boy Scout, Superman. I want to say that's what it was, because it's all like... I mean, this is... That seems incredibly... Early, early 80s. I forget what it was. Exactly why he ripped his arm off. I mean, I don't think he was just being a dick. Maybe Superman's a Republican. Move, Superman. Jesus. I was going to say, maybe Superman's just really conservative. And we all know that uh, that Green Arrow in the, in the comics, anyway, is a very liberal person. Uh, so maybe that's why. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I really like the episode as well. This is the first episode of this I've gotten to see in two weeks, where I've been able to see the show from beginning to end. Uh, and I, I, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of John Diggle Jr. in this episode. Uh, I was actually happy to see. Hey, look, you said you were talking about wanting to find somebody that Oliver Queen would look cooler by comparison. Uh, I think it was this guy because he seemed like a pretty shitty Green Arrow to me. He got captured. He got the shit kicked out of him a few times. He couldn't hit anybody with arrows. Uh, well, I mean, eventually he had a few people with arrows, but uh, he he had like a team or stormtrooper level quality aiming. Uh, going on in this episode. Uh, and then, of course, it was Oliver at the end of the day showing up to kick the shit out of young Grant Wilson. Uh, is he also a character in the books as well? Grant That's Wilson? beyond me. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me go. According to this, he is Ravager in the comics. Yeah, he's yeah he's in it. Okay. He's who um, oh, Summer Glau was in season oh, right. two. Yeah, I mean... There's multiple Ravagers, but yes, he is one of them. Ah. Uh, well, here he was playing Deathstroke Jr. So, yeah, um, I was a little sad that it wasn't original Slade Wilson Deathstroke, but I guess that sort of makes sense uh, that he would be dead or very, very old by now because he seemed like he was older than. Well, he. Uh, I mean, he also is old, and I mean, he can live. Sure. For a long time, he can live to be like 150. Uh, but it, it does make sense. Um, what did you think of the episode, Glenn? Yeah, I can't complain. Uh, I love Mick Rory so much. <laughs> when he's just punches that guy and he's like, or this, and then just sets him on fire. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't really need much. And it kind of had the stupid, you know, high school-ish love thing, but it seemed to be pretty squashed quickly, so I'm, hopefully that isn't going to be like a... Oh, my God, with Ray and uh, Jefferson Jackson. And... <laughs> Ray's kind of a dick. He's like... Oh, you knew Ray's like, yeah, it's pretty obvious. And he still went and asked that girl out. What yes. a what a dick. He was a dick. Uh but she did. You think turn she's gonna down. pick you or the billionaire technologist doctor? <laughs> like <laughs> so He is kind of a dick. Yeah. Yeah. And which I kinda like. You know, he needed to not be so clean cut. And Absolutely. I do like how uh Mick and <laughs> and Adam are like becoming friends or friendly like it's a such an bit, odd right? pairing yeah and it's just pretty funny uh but yeah the mick mick rory and leonard start just going off in their escapade and the, i love like their argument he's just like how about we help them we'll solve this later and they're both like okay 
and then it looks like it gets solved in this episode. You know why I like McRory? Because he reminds me a lot of Jane from Firefly. Boom, you can drink again. Uh, <laughs> like, he reminds like, he's that wild card, and it's nice that they have a wild card in this team. You don't know how much you need it until now. I guess Malcolm Merlin tries to be a wild card, but we all just know he's bad, so... Yeah, yeah, there's no wild card there. Like, uh, Mick... Mick Rory really feels like, because Captain Cold, I think we kind of know where he stands, right? He's yeah, he's becoming Citizen Cold. Yeah, he's not he's not the bestest guy, but you he's can tell heart. you can tell his heart's in the right place. Mick Rory, it's very difficult to tell. <laughs> like it seems like because his motivations are such that he'll come and help, but you get the idea that it's because he just likes to shoot his gun and see people fall over. <laughs> well, he always asks, can I use my gun? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Can I kill, can we kill these guys? Like, uh, yeah, like that's, so he's, yeah, he's very much kept in the shadows as to like, you know, what side is he really on? Like, what's he really here for? And, and you get the idea that, you know, he only followed Snart because that's what he does. And there was this promise of all of this, uh, this looting and bad guy shit that they would get to do. Uh, and then as soon as he sees that Captain Cold has some ulterior motives, he starts questioning that and whether he really wants to be the, the sidekick guy. And, uh, he really had like a, a life for himself there. That's fucking crazy as it is. His big old, his big ass coat. <laughs> his big ass coat. Yeah. That was, that was one of the things that he listed on the list of things that he's always wanted. Uh, I just love it. He's like, the guy's like, Hey, we got to go around him up. And he's like, Oh, this is my gang. Like he yeah. doesn't, he hasn't. Does it doesn't know the guy just straight up's like this is my gang you know piss off yeah fuck fuck you <laughs> uh, baby Deathstroke yeah um, all right what would you uh, what would you rate this episode uh, like four and a half oh I, I was gonna go to Aaron but that's fine you can oh, go I'm first sorry. Glenn <laughs> four and a half we're gonna go in inverted we're gonna go in inverted alphabetical order uh, Aaron what do you did you give are you giving it a four and a half as well oh yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah, I gave this one four and a half, too. It was a great episode. This show continues to do well. Oh, my God. Could you imagine King Shark on Legends of Tomorrow? Perfect. Uh, it'd be, like, just King Shark and Mick Roy fighting. Like, I just, that's all I want. In a boxing ring. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, I'd watch all of that. a sudden, they join the circus, and instead of bear fighting, Mick Roy has to fight King Shark. Uh, That'd be great. And 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 in some good news, the the ratings nudged up from last week as well, so... More people tuned in, uh, so that's a plus. Hopefully, that is a trend that continues. Because I don't know, they're promoting it as their new hit show. So, yeah, well, I mean, it's it's doing close to two and a half million. So, uh, and that's just below Arrow did two point seven, uh, and Legends of Tomorrow did two point four. So, uh, they're hovering right around the same audience size. So, if they feel that good about Arrow, then they should be pretty happy with the audience that this show's generating. Uh, and as I mentioned, Flash is doing about a million better than uh, than Arrow is. Um, all right. Well, that's the show for this week. Uh, we will be back next week in a uh, incredibly shortened uh, episode because Flash and Arrow are off until March 22nd and March 23rd, respectively. But Legends of Tomorrow continues on a weekly basis until then. I think we're going to actually have three straight weeks of just Legends of Tomorrow where there will be no Flash or Arrow. But don't yep. worry, Glenn. Gotham is coming back to fill that oh, void. Yes. Oh, yeah, it is coming back Monday. And I'm just going to check out the first uh, episode of uh, Full House. <laughs> Fuller House. I just figured, why not? I got nothing else to do tonight. Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen is doing the reimagined theme song, Glenn, so I'm sure that fills your heart. Oh, well, now I know what I need to skip. 
Uh, all right, so uh, we will come back next week to discuss only Season 1, Episode 7 of Legends of Tomorrow called Marooned.